Good morning, welcome to the Australian Early Finance Briefing for Friday the 2nd of October. My name's Nick here in Melbourne, starting with an update on the vaccine progress. Now, Deutsche Bank in the US has sort of put in their report that the Moderna vaccine, the CEO there is saying that they don't expect the vaccine to get emergency use authorization from FDA until the 25th of November, which won't be good news for Donald Trump. Obviously, that will be after the election. In addition to this, there is talk that the company won't have full approval to distribute the drug to all sections of the US population until the American spring, which is consistent to where we're seeing with some analysts, including Goldman, saying that they now don't expect the positive impacts of the vaccine to hit till Q2, which would you know, make sense April time. Now onto the AstraZeneca Oxford vaccine, the one that the Australian Federal Government has ordered and is being manufactured here in Melbourne. The European Medicines Agency is expected to announce an accelerated rolling review of the vaccine. And that approval for rolling review is expected to be granted as early as this week. Now in the typical vaccine trial plan, they have certain thresholds and markers to hit before the trial's complete. Now, this will allow the, that sort of to be on an ongoing review rather than those sort of strict completion dates. Interestingly, apparently the, the number of infections necessary to reach the certain sort of completion thresholds in the trial have been increased up to 75. No one seems to know why they've done that. It could be an factor of influence from even the FDA or whether they just want to make the sort of vaccine trial look more, more rigorous and robust or maybe because there's so many countries jumping on board with the phase three trial that they feel the, you know, the sample size is just so much greater, it would make sense. In addition to this, it's you know, obviously well known that the trial is still on, on hold in the US. Now the FDA has apparently widened its investigation into the the complication reported in one patient in the UK. They're now looking at data from trials of other adenovirus, chimpanzee adenovirus vector-based vaccines in, in previous types of vaccines to see whether there's any patterns in the complications experienced in those. In addition, apparently the way AstraZeneca delivers their European data for their trial isn't consistent with how the FDA accept it. And there's a delay there with sort of some sort of re restructuring of how they deliver that information. Moving to Australia's bloated superannuation industry now, and Vanguard have announced they're coming in to shake things up. Reported in the AFR yesterday, they're saying that they will abandon their mandates that they manage for the existing super funds. Apparently, they manage about a billion dollars in these mandates, and they will sort of exit those due to conflict of interest over a prolonged period, but that's so they can start selling their own superannuation product directly to, to, to workers. However, they will probably use their established relationships with financial advisors to, to generate most of their sales. So this should really shake things up because at the moment, the industry funds seem to be the lowest cost, but even by global standards for a lot of their performance, you're paying a lot more than, than what you would have an ETF and getting subpar performance. So this sh should be a, a sort of warmly welcomed shake-up. In addition, there's a number of customers that 
actively sort of do not want to invest in industry super funds and therefore this will sort of give them an alternative. In addition, Vanguard's already got this direct retail operation here in Australia where, you know, as a direct investor, you can go and buy their ETFs on their on their website with no transaction fee or no trading fee. And apparently that already has 10,000 people signed up to that. Yesterday, the Reserve Bank handed down its assessment of the ASX's clearing and settlement facilities. And they've said there's some significant risks in the way the ASX is doing things. They said the ASX should implement its new system for the clearing and settlement of cash equities as soon as this can safely be achieved. And you know, that's the, the chess system. Now, the importance of replacing chess in a safe and timely manner was highlighted by processing delays experienced in March during record trading volumes, which contributed to the downgraded ratings on operational risk. So, as we've mentioned recently, the ASX is actively looking at trialing some sort of blockchain replacement to the chess system. Moving to the markets now, in about an hour after the US has opened, the Russell's only up 40 bips, but Nasdaq's up 1.1%, indicating tech is outperforming again. That could potentially be because of hope for the second stimulus package to be passed. There's still a lot of negotiations going on there. Maybe the extra stimulus handouts will find its way into the sort of the buzz names of the tech index again. So perhaps the Teslas and Apples of the world will be the ones to watch if this bill gets passed. That's your early update for Friday. Have a great end of the week. This podcast is for investment professionals only and should not be relied upon by private investors. The podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. The values of investments can go up or down, so you may get back less than you initially invest.